welcome to another episode of the Miles Offside Podcast, where we talk a little bit of football and a whole lot of nonsense. My name is Oscar Puente, also known as Footy From Afar, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, current FPL champion Chuck Bailey and super producer Ian Stimson. Gentlemen, how are you doing this week? He's still in with a chance of a three-peat. He's, he's barely clawing on. Yeah? Beat, I, I beat you by one point this week, Kenny. <laughs> oh, well, if there's another 40 weeks, you'll be all right. 60. Um, 60, okay, fine. <laughs> Uh, must be a good week for football if I'm starting off with FPL. Yeah, yeah, great. Fuck it, what's the point? What's the point in any of it? I, I don't know. I'm having a pretty good week as far as the football goes. End it all. Well, can we just, like, Thanos, Thanos snap this fucking season out of existence now and just jobs are good. I mean, and- at least two out of three of the hosts of this show are feeling pretty good about the soccer because that is right. It's time to check in on Posh Island. It's League One, baby. Ian Stimson, talk to us about League One. <laughs> this needs a jingle, doesn't it? Maybe we should jingle it somewhere. So, Peterborough beat uh, Swindon, Swindon Town, the Titans Who? of Swindon Town. <laughs> um, 3-0, professional performance. Saw it out, lovely. Dembele, two goals. Yeah, I mean, and then and then Charlton beat Sunderland, which is the, the important madness, thing. An absolute fucking madness <laughs> that that shit show of a club beat, even beat Sunderland. Oh, I wasn't sure which one was the shit show of the club there. I was like, oh, is it going to be, which one's which? I don't know. <laughs> but I also already forgot the name of the other one you just said that wasn't Sunderland. Ch- Charlton, so, Charlton. You know, Charlton, there you go. In one ear, out the other. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're uh, I think five points clear of Sunderland now. With they've got a game in hand, they play their game in hand. Well, we're recording on Monday night. They play their game in hand on Tuesday night against Wigan, who'd coming off a four nil win and playing for their League One lives. Um, so they, they've got. Oof, some... That's a sentence. Yeah, <laughs> it certainly is a sentence. And uh, Hull and Sunderland have still got to play each other. Sunderland have got to play Blackpool twice, who are in brilliant form at the minute. So I'm feeling pretty good at the minute. I'm feeling pretty good. So it's in your hands, right? If you win out, then you're like going up. It is. Yeah, yeah now it, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it is in our hands now. Yeah. <laughs> very exciting. Very exciting. Uh, well, let's check it on the 538 numbers. You guys are a whopping 84%. The best year, Mr. Stimson, in your opinion, and the best percentage to have for now, I guess, to get promoted. 84 that is good that does that feels good to hear you say that Oscar it really what's does the, what's the league winning percentage it's not as much it's 29 but it's still there yeah but what a hull on what a hull on 63 uh, hull are pretty yeah. favored to win well so we've more got than ga- twice they're three points ahead of us with better goal difference hand but we've got a game in hand um I mean now it's because of the way it's panned out now with that hull Sunderland match I, I probably want to want hull to beat Sunderland and then just I don't mind going up a second. I Definitely. don't need to, you know, don't need to win the league. So, hundred <laughs> percent, you want perfectly you want happy Hull with Hull beating Sunderland. So, yeah, that's what we want for that game, which is, I think, next week. Um. So yeah, yeah, all good things. Eighty four percent. Fucking get in. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, that covers uh, Posh Island, which used to be our banter section, and now is just let's see what's going on in League One. Now it's Ian's favorite section. Weird how that happened. Weird how that happened. Uh, if you are joining us for the first time, thank you. Welcome aboard. We are very happy to have you. We are two Brits and one American, and we try to mostly talk about the Premier League, but often get distracted. Uh, and if you are back, thank you. We love you. Leave us a review, five stars, tell a friend, all that good stuff. We're happy to have you back on board. Even four stars, to be honest. 
I know some weeks we phone it in. Four stars. That'll, that'll do. You'll be well. happy with four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 80%, isn't it? That's good. That's yeah. a pass. Even one star, as long as it's going to be creative. <laughs> Not one star. Four or five. Four or five, please. Preferably five. So normally this uh, this is where we would go to the rapid fire news if there were some funny news stories and our rapid fire racism uh, for all the racist stories that go on every week. Um, there are many, and we are not uh, looking to you know um, ignore them or pretend that they're not happening. Uh, however, I personally um, am really, really not feeling up to any race conversations today. Need a week off, uh, given what's been going on in the U.S. with the taser slash gun you know bullshit that whole situation uh if you don't know what i'm talking about look it up i'm just not really feeling up for any race stuff to be honest but we uh we did put the links there are a fucking disgusting number of race stories this week um i believe it's going to be like seven links in the description to the show but that is there please please if you do want to consider yourself a good ally i urge you to at least click around and read those headlines and just keep up with what is going on what is happening don't ignore it um but i do appreciate having the sort of choice to as a minority myself that it is currently a pretty sensitive subject and i don't really feel like talking about it uh you know so with that out of the way i guess it's probably a good time to talk about some fixtures talk about some soccer keep things light keep things happy let's move on to friday april 9 2021 Fulham 0 Wolves ah, 1 This is not happy. Fulham's 0.7 to Wolves 0.4. So a slight burn leaning here for Wolves and a sad sad day for Fulham. Condolences Safira. Oh, sorry, is that me? Oh, you Yeah, you do it. I'm not I'm just not. <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why I do it to myself like believing in the underdogs cuz it's <laughs> Fuck! I've got enough of it in my life as it is. It's the reason I. It's the reason I jettisoned my support for the England national team because it was fucking me up enough that I had enough domestic football. Um, yeah, I'm beginning to think it might not happen now. Yeah, for Fulham. Yeah, I think it maybe it's just a bit too late. Um, hopefully, they can keep that team together. Uh, and I, I'm so sorry, Safira, but I'm going to say when they go down because I just think yeah. now it's. <laughs> Newcastle have got their injured players back. They've got a six-point cushion and a game in hand. Yeah. And they play each other as well. So it's still very much, you know, like Ian's been saying with the League One, it's very much in Newcastle's hands now, that one. Uh, and, yeah, it was a bit of a gut punch as well, like right right at the 92nd minute. Mm. Um, beefy Boy did a, oh. a storming run. and just Oiled Adonis. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking volleyed a shot like with the fury of a thousand suns straight into the top court like that was just a proper like fuck off i don't go to the gym i've told you i don't go to the gym have that you prick this is just i just eat a lot of protein that's what this is just so many gains oh man i I, it's hilarious that he wants everyone to pretend that he doesn't lift like it's the least believable lie ever. <laughs> when they're fucking oiling him up on the touchline. Which is what this? Just natural lads. Just Greasing natural. him up like some sort of Turkish oil wrestler. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I have feelings. I have genuine feelings. Uh, well, Chuck, the, the 538 numbers do agree with you with your point you were saying there. This is kind of a huge, uh, huge turning point in the relegation race. Fulham are now 81% 
to go down, and the next most likely are Newcastle at only 15. Less likely than Pochard to go up, so still a chance, Safira, still a chance. This is true. We do feel like Posh could fuck it up, so maybe Fulham could be <laughs> exactly. the anti Exactly. <laughs> Fulham could be the anti Yeah, <laughs> we're your canary down the mine, yeah. That's the spirit. <laughs> Inspirational stuff, you guys. Really, uh, <laughs> really good vibes. Oh, dear. But like, I think you're right, Chuck. If if they can keep them, if they can keep them all together, that that team and Scott Parker, they fucking piss on the championship, don't they? Yeah, they'll piss on Peterborough if we go up. Fucking hell. Well, this is yeah, not hard. Uh, <laughs> having said it, I do think six of their players are in on loan. So, at the oh, very least, Ruben is, and like the good ones, I think Ariola, Joachim Anderson, maybe. Yes, he is definitely. Uh, uh, Adarabiou, I think is. Uh, Loftus Cheek is. Right, yeah, of course. Maha. Maha, yeah, men. he's alone, yeah. Who let, who let the dogs out? <laughs> you know, one for the teenagers there. Seriously, can we just move on? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's my fault. Let's move on to a hilarious result that is sure to bring a smile to at least somebody's face, and that is Saturday, April 10, 2021. Manchester City 1 to Leeds 2. What? <laughs> Man City's 2.0 to Leeds is 0.2 on XG because Mr. Stimson, please cue the jingle. Ooh, they're better than they ought to be. Burnley of the week. I think I need to correct you there, though, Oscar. You made um, quite a clearing error when you said uh, Man City versus Leeds United. I am morally objected to say that uh, it's 10-man Leads to <laughs> Man City one. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I did also call them Manchester City. They are just City now, and these are they're just, just, they're just fucking nothing now. They're fucking nothing. The bald fraud <laughs> <laughs> can't even manage against a ten-man promoted side. How dare you, you fraud? Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it makes me feel a lot better about. Chelsea and West Brom last weekend, I'll tell you that. Did you guys catch this one? Yeah, I watched it. I was baffled, annoyed. <laughs> obviously, obviously, obviously took out Stuart Dallas this week in my FPL team. Uh, yeah, third on my bench as well. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I laughed at that. Good times. Um, <laughs> it made me feel better. Thanks, mate. And no yeah, Man City just couldn't, couldn't get it done, could they? I mean, they rested a lot of players with the Champions League in mind. So obviously they have one eye on that and they're running away with the league. But you still think that you'd like to see them put in a bit of a better performance than that when it was against a side that had two shots uh, and scored <laughs> two goals. And for the uh, second half, the average City uh, player positions, only Edison was in the City half as an average for the entire half. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That really is, and their inability to create anything. I mean, Sterling was very poor. He, yes, he was absolutely. He just seemed so bad. He's just not been at the races this season at all. I don't know what's been wrong with him. Uh, considering how good Man City have come to be this season, I'll say come to be because obviously they started a little bit slowly. Although that now seems like tactical genius. Mm. Um, but yeah, Sterling's just not really. I mean, it's not the form you want going into a Euros, is it, Chuck? Oh, oh, yeah, that. Um, so I'm trying to get you excited, Chuck. I'm trying to get you excited. Is he on the plane? Is it who's on the I plane? Mean... I've again. I think we've had to charter a whole fleet to get all these fuckers on the planes over <laughs> yeah. to Europe. Will they be on the plane if it's happening here as well? Who knows? Um, yeah, it's just a bit nonplussed. I mean, Leeds, uh, true to form though, as as we've all predicted, um, clearly they are getting tired um, because you know they're doing less shots. 
You know, they're so tired. They're like, well, we're not going to waste our energy on these shots. So when Just we do them take count. them, we're going to make them fucking count. Who feels good today? Dallas. Yep. Right. Off you go. You do the shots today. <laughs> fair play to, yeah, <laughs> yeah fair, fair play to them still getting that result, though. That's that's the uh, the joys of the never stop attacking team. And I wish my team knew how to attack. It's, it's Guardiola bending over to Bielsa. That's what he fucking loves him so much that he couldn't even bring himself to beat ten man Leeds. He couldn't do it twice. I think, yeah. yeah. Did they lose or definitely Leeds definitely got a draw? I think last time actually, at least. So yeah, Leeds Leeds have taken four points off Man City. Yeah, of the like six points that City have dropped, four have been to Leeds. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute charity stripe of a club. Um, it's their bogey team. <laughs> Twice ever. Um, exactly. But, and how did that go for City? It's gone badly. The, yeah. the, the last kind of worrying thing is, that I heard is that um, in the last 10 times now that City have gone into half time losing in a game, they have won zero of those games. Huh. Mentality, passion, <laughs> drive, <laughs> desire. I literally tilted my head being like, oh, okay, reasons, thinking, thinking, thinking. And then Chuck gets in with mentality. Nah, funny. Next fixture, Liverpool Villa. Woo! <laughs> okay, let's move on. Fine with me. Uh, Liverpool 2, Aston Villa 1. Apologies if you can hear my neighbor's dog barking in the background. It's been annoying the no, shit out Maha. of me. All. It's the Maha men. They let the dogs out. <laughs> um, yeah, that poor dog's... Who anyway. let the dogs out? No one. It's trapped inside. We had Liverpool 2, Aston Villa 1, Liverpool 2.2 to Villa's 0.8 on XG. Called the RSPCA. What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I came back from saying my things and I heard RSPCA. Well, is it? I heard Villa 0.8. Yeah, Villa, they deserve the goal. Well done. Uh, Martinez still on everyone's FPL bench, making a million saves a game. Eight. Getting four points, doesn't matter who you play. Just play him every week, for fuck's sake. Why? Don't bother ruining two keepers. Uh, and Trent did a lovely goal. Yeah, Trent heard everyone talking shit after the Champions League. Everybody <laughs> all week was like, oh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, is he even going to play for England? Does he deserve a spot on the plane because he's so bad in the Champions League? Blah, 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 blah. And he was like, um, okay, I'll remind you what I do. One of many reasons why Southgate is a tactical genius and we'll be bringing it home <laughs> in a couple of months' time. His, def- his defensive frailties are known. I think that's the concern when it comes into like the England team because for Liverpool, yeah. like it's covered up so much when he has like Van Dijk there, and yeah, 100%. Or, you know the the defensive instability at Liverpool this season is mad. Like they've whatever it is like nineteen different centre back pairings and probably more now. And so when you have that for a player like Alexander Arnold, who literally is just a, a winger. But that's effectively what he's treated as. Yeah, he's the right side of Alonso. Yeah, damn, that's good. But so so he needs that kind of strength next to him in order for it not to be a weakness for the team, or you need strong enough defensive midfielders. So that's why I think the kind of questions come in as to whether he would fit into an England setup as opposed to the Liverpool setup when it is correctly. And maybe, mm. possibly, jury's out, we finally got a manager who plays to a setup and a system as opposed to shoehorning in players just because I don't know I'm like oh shit that counts as me daring to dream no abort I, start, I got hope up <laughs> Wait, I'm don't worry get the you first Chuck. group stage match you guys will line up with a 4-4-2 Harry Kane and Petter Crouch up front Pe- Petter, Petter Crouch, Crouch. You... god imagine a Czech and Crouch hybrid I can't exactly it would be a, a, a ice hockey playing drummer who thinks he's a Bantasaurus Rex <laughs> <laughs> right Brilliant. So that's Liverpool Villa done then. <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> we must remember they won the two legs on aggregate 8-4. That's the important thing. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is key. All right, Chuck. I think you've uh, we've put it off enough, right? What do you think? Shall we? What? Is it time yet? <laughs> uh. I think it's time for Crystal Palace 1, Chelsea 4, Palace 0. 0.6 to Chelsea's 3.9. So exactly rounding to the correct whole numbers with XG. A Dickin. Christian Pulisic, two goals against Palace. He does love a game against Palace. We've said this before. How are you feeling, Chuck? Why, why are you throwing to me? Why do, why do you think I have anything to fucking say? I turned it off in 10 minutes. I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch it. Because either way, I'm going to have to talk about this game. And literally, it got to 10 minutes. The second Pulisic guy, and I was like, nah. I understand that. Chuck's checked out. Crystal Palace have checked out. What's the point? It is, well, it, it does kind of, it feels like uh, the the COVID, the return of the bad season last year, um, yeah. where it's just, you know, maybe we'll have one all right result. And then we'll just we'll probably lose the next seven, and then the last game of the season against Liverpool, we'll somehow get a draw or something like that. That's just this is kind of what it feels like now, and it's it's at that point where they're using a few contract announcements to kind of tide fans over. I think they saved them up. I think they've already got the site, the contract <laughs> signers going. They go, oh, bad news day, quick, show up! Like, oh, this this under eighteen year old that's been doing really well and scoring goals and was on the bench the other day. Yeah, he's got a professional contract now. And yeah, look, look, look at what we're doing. Look at all the good stuff. Don't look at the money. Don't look at the money. Don't look at the aging manager and the poor performances and all this kind of stuff. Look at the new signing. Oh, well, he's not really a new signing. He's been there, but. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, well, I, I genuinely nothing new for me to say, mate. So um, you you enjoy it. Carry on. Havertz scored a, scored a goal. Havertz almost scored fucking goal of the season for Chelsea. I'm sure you didn't see this because you weren't watching the game and it wasn't an actual goal. But he like received a ridiculously long pass, immediately flicked it over like two defenders while turning, and then on the volley hit the shot from like six yards out, but he hit it right at the keeper. It would have been, oh, fucking gorgeous. This was a great game for him, a great game for Pulisic. I love that you win 4-1 and you're talking about hyper-fucking-theticals. Well, it was almost really nice. I don't know what you want. Like, okay, honestly, I said this to you before the match and I meant it. Like, I wasn't that bothered about playing Palace. Like, we had Champions League quarterfinals on either side of this. I'm way more excited about the result against Porto. And I'm also much more focused on playing Porto again tomorrow in terms of like my fandom and my mental energy and all that sort of stuff. Then a random match against Palace in the middle of the season, like no disrespect to you guys. It's- no, no, of course. But it's it's still, especially with like some of the other results going on. I mean, it's lucky that it was West Ham playing Leicester, for example. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But, you know, you still need to get the job done in the league because the way it's kind of shaping up, like it's getting competitive. It's getting competitive up there. Not to like viciously try and segue it away from my shithole of a team. (laughs) Not yet, Um, but we will get to that, obviously, when we get to West Ham Leicester, because there is significantly much more of a top four race going on. So you're right. Chelsea should be still focusing on that. But like our rotated squad, because this was a heavily rotated squad, that's why Pulisic and Havertz were like, Timo didn't start. You know, look at the lineup. Yeah, that's like literally the only good thing is that he didn't score against us. (laughs) If he'd he'd even been subbed on in the last 30 seconds, he would have broken his curse. Like, that is just a fact. It would have happened. That's true. Instead, we got Callum at right wing back. But, like, from the big picture of the team, we're doing really well. And one game against Palace is just confirmation of that. So it's much more interesting to me to focus on, like, really specific things, like Kai Havertz and Christian Pulisic playing well when they haven't really. Pulisic is having a good couple of weeks now, which is always great for the team, right? Like, 
things like that. That's what I'm going to focus on in this result as much as like, yeah, we fucking scored four on Palace. Wow. Like they did a good job. The players did a good job. And two players that I like in particular looked better than they have on average. Cool. So if we're going to move from happiness, are we going to move to, um, oh, I guess before two weeks ago, we could have called it a dog shit derby. But now who knows? It's all excitement. Goals is happening. All excitement all the time because we had Burnley 1, Newcastle 2, Burnley 1.8 to Newcastle 1.3. So some actual XG combined for 3 XG there. Actual madnesses. Maximan Randy Savage is uh, doing (laughs) an excellent job coming back, doing a little dance. Linking up with Callum Wilson. He's back as well. Remember him? Steve Bruce Tactics? Genius? Hmm? Question mark? <laughs> Media darling Steve Bruce. Uh, all went, like, I'm on the BBC now and like one of the paragraphs is turning point in Newcastle season. Uh, another a link to a thing. Has Bruce stopped the rot and does he deserve a second chance? <laughs> it's like they're 17th for fuck's sake. <laughs> Honestly, the amount of fucking slack that man gets is unbelievable. <laughs> the, the, the sad thing is, they're like exactly performing their numbers as well. Are they? Like they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry, they're underperforming their XG by point zero one for the whole season, and right. underperforming their points by point six seven. So the points. So. Yeah, they're fifth, sixteenth. They're sixteenth on the expected table. Like they are very not good at all. <laughs> You know, I guess, congrats, Steve Bruce, on making a terrible team slightly better. Same for uh, Big Sam in that regard. Um, But let's move on to the next match. We have Westham 3, Leicester 2. Westham 1.0 to Leicester 1.2. So a slight burning, both significantly overperforming. But more importantly, gentlemen, this opens up the top four race like crazy. Leicester are now down to 54% only. Hmm. Liverpool 59, Chelsea 45, and West Ham 35. Um, if the match Ooh. after this one had gone a little bit better, then we would have six teams for three spots. But it's looking like we have four teams for two spots, uh, which is much more interesting than anything going on at the relegation. Um, also, all of these teams play each other. Like West Ham play yeah. everybody. We have to play West Ham and Leicester. I know that. Mm-hmm. And it, it just round and round and round it goes. Um Mark Noble, 400 appearances, got hurt. Ian, any words for your boy Mark Noble on his 400th appearance? <laughs> no, 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 no specific words other than uh, good to see. There's only, there's only five or six players, I think, who have done uh, 400 games for one club. So uh, what, a, what a beautiful yeah, but man. Isn't it quite a steep climb up for that? Because like, when he said 400, I was like... Yeah, but he's played for West Ham for like nearly 20 years. <laughs> well, you're not happy with the number of games per season. Yeah. I just think it probably, like, I think there's two seasons he probably would have played in the championship for West Ham. I don't, I don't know if it, I mean, it's more games than me. More games than I'll ever play. Fair <laughs> enough, you know, so pinch of salt, but I don't know. I just don't think it's that. It's not like Gareth Barry, is it? Like 700 or whatever it is for Everton. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> he's still playing. I think he's on uh, West Brom now. Is he? No, not at all. <laughs> but you believed it for a second. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I genuinely no, swore that. I was, I was willing to just leave that to air and Ian, Ian bit. I was like, Oscar, knowing something about 
older footballers. Yeah, that just should have been the clue, shouldn't it? Yeah. teams that begin with W. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, not. yeah, dead giveaway. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> uh, no, poor form, Mr. Simpson. Yeah, very poor very form. Poor. Schoolboy error. Anyway, to get dangerously back to um, West Ham Leicester, um, yeah, Jesse Lingard keeps doing Lingard things. I don't understand. Yes. I don't know if I want to live in this world. I don't know if I want to live in this world. In front of Southgate as well. <laughs> in front of Southgate as well. God, he's picking it, isn't he? Can't wait for that 40 million transfer. And what, I mean, I don't know if anyone would have seen this, but the amount of people I see on West Ham football Twitter that are still like Sullivan Brady out like this, like they hate this. You're like, your team's fucking fourth. <laughs> yes. You're about to get, you're potentially about to get Champions time. League football and you're still <laughs> whinging. Like, this is, this is why, like, I think West Ham are like the team that have probably benefited from COVID the most. Because, like, remember when David Moyes, like, was out for a couple of weeks and then came back and they just went win, 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 win. Like, he got superpowers from COVID. Yeah, yeah. And his blood should be analysed for that reason. Um, And the fact that they've had no none of their toxic, disgusting fans sitting from a mile away just spewing (laughs) bile onto the pitch. (laughs) They've benefited from the fans not being in. Right, okay. Absolutely. It's going to crash and burn next year when all these pricks get in. But no offence, John (laughs) O.T., But uh... Yeah, it's like the opposite of Arsenal. Arsenal has an advantage in that normally they're the only ones used to playing into a dead, empty, quiet stadium. And now everyone has that. So that's why Arsenal's worse, because they're like, (laughs) we no longer have the library aspect to our strategy. (laughs) That was previously an advantage. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Um, It is unsettling, right? It's a marked contrast, though, with uh, Madison, who uh, broke COVID restrictions with a couple of other Leicester players. Oh. Was were ta- were not allowed. Uh, Brendan Rodgers basically didn't have them up for selection. Either I mean I know Mad- Madison's coming back from injury anyway, so I'm not sure whether he would have been back. But I think it was him, Perez, and and someone else were, uh, yeah, breaking breaking COVID restrictions, so um, were not available oh, for was selection. That basically, Hamza Chowdhury as well. I, I yes, caught, that's right. Like, the yeah. tail end of yeah. um, Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, Post match, I called them naughty boys, and um, what, they yeah. had like a party or something. Uh, yeah, I th- I think they I don't know exactly what it was, but um, they certainly some socialized. of the Leicester players have got previous for that. Or no, it wouldn't be <laughs> Leicester players, was it? It was was it Nigel Pearson's son or something? anyway? I don't yeah, know. Anyway. Totally like over that. Something about <laughs> Thailand. I don't know hotel rooms. But, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that you've got. Jesse Lingard, who's not only making a case for sort of squad inclusion, but to possibly be a starter. If if we always moan that England managers don't pick on form when they should do, they've always picked on reputation. If we're genuine about that, then Lingard's. I know it's only been eight or nine games, but if it continues like it has been, people like Madison will be missing out, and Lingard will go because that's what. England managers should be picking on, you know? Oh, I love, I love listening to England fans talk about the English team. Nothing yeah. brings me more joy. Oh, <laughs> a country of Arsenal fans is what you guys are. <laughs> what? Just what? 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 So delusional in every regard about everything. Anyway, what? Uh, sorry. No, 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 hang on. You got, what, what, what's delusional? Ian, Ian, you are genuinely trying to talk yourself. Don't buy it because he'll wind you, he'll wind you up to the point where what you say will be fitting into his narrative. Whereas right now it isn't. It isn't at all. Don't engage. That's called gaslighting, Chuck. Disengage. 
Ian, disengage. We'll talk about Man United. Oh, oh shit. I don't really want to. Man United score many goals. Spurs can't defend for shit. Jeff Pedar. Bless you, mate. Fucking hell. Having a rough full time of it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on officially then. Tottenham 1, Manchester United 3, Tottenham 0.9 to United's 2.1 on XG. So a comprehensive victory for United, who uh, once again took the approach of Having talented players. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Right, okay. Is, is this approach available to all teams, Oscar, or is it just... Uh, depends know, on just... your bank account. Yeah, okay, it depends yeah, on see, your bank account. How much in the last 12 years? Like a billion, something like that? A billion pounds on players? <laughs> At some point, it was bound to work if you just leave that many talented people in a room... Even with a bad manager, they might figure something out. <laughs> well, it's going to be funny, because at what point do we kind of have to stop saying that Ole is a bad manager? Not that I'm Never. saying he's good. I'm just, I'm just pontificating a world perhaps in the future. Okay. We don't have to. We never have to stop saying that. That's the beauty of this being our own show. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> the answer to that is never. A bloody substitute PE teacher. <laughs> ah, Jose, right? Fucking Jose getting to it early. They looked good in the first half. That's the worst part. They looked genuinely good in the first half. And then they came out and were like, nah, let's just be terrible instead. That'll be a better option. <laughs> I think we do a quite a good job, really, of not really discussing VAR that much. You know, I've seen a lot this weekend about people complaining about the the offsides and bloody, bloody, blah, and whatever. It's like, just deal with it. Until the law changes, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you think it's an offside or not. It doesn't matter whether you think it, the frame should be taken a second later, a second earlier, or even down to individual frames. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It was given offside. It is offside. Until the laws change... Doesn't matter if it's a hair on the end of his bell end that's a bit weird. And no, like genuinely, no matter what, there will always be marginal calls. Like the, you, if it's if there's a boundary, you can get exactly. things that are real fucking exactly. close to that boundary. And like we, of course, we said it early on, like you could extend it, but then you just get the same thing moved on. If you say, "Oh, there's a twenty centimeter window," exactly, it's never not going to come down to millimeters. It's just going to come down to like how good is the technology, or do we just say fuck it? That one guy who kind of is really slow sometimes, maybe he can do a good job. Like, one way or another, but in either way, it is what it fucking is. Like, those marginal calls, there is always going to be someone who's, like, armpit offside. It's just, where yeah, exactly. is that margin? You can choose to move. But, like, who cares? Exactly. But, on the, <laughs> but. And, and then alongside <laughs> that, the tech should get better. And it's, you know, the you, you have the players perfectly in focus, but then you look at the player kicking the ball and you're like, you have no idea what the reference point is for that. So, fair enough. But... Why are all defenders still stopping and signalling for offside when players get the ball? Like, yeah, I get that it's probably ingrained in some some players as, as just what you do. But Tottenham, four of their players stopped, put their hands up, and turned round for fuck. Was it the first goal that Man United scored? Something that will be brought back and looked at anyway. Yeah. So yeah, there's absolutely no point. Yeah. Like the tech will look at it. And what was hilarious is one of the players that was appealing was like the one who was a yard of playing the Man United player on by about a yard. It was ridiculous. It's like the tech's there. Like they're going to find out if you're offside or not. So fuck it. Just actually play on and and then adjust to it later and just hope. Yeah. Just pray. Believe. Because they always get called back. They always get called back if they score. Always. Not the most controversial VAR thing that happened in this game, though. Are we all of the opinion that um, the McTominay-Sun thing was ridiculous? Or is there any merit in 
chalking that goal off at all. Uh, fill the people in in case anybody misses, anybody didn't watch the match. What happened? So McTominay sort of goes to push off, not even push off really, sort of just just uh, go, goes past Sun and he's away, you know. But he sort of manages to flick out his fingers, not even his hand really. <laughs> And, yeah, he and, kind of and, flails it back. Yeah, flails a little bit. That's right. That's the that's the description, definitely. And he's but he makes contact with Sun's face, definitely. And it is possible that it was painful, but Sun goes down like a sack of shit and stays down for an inordinate amount of time. His son goes down for so long that Ole Solskjaer said that if he was his child, he wouldn't be getting his dinner. That amazing. Evening. Yeah, which is quite frankly one of the weirdest analogies in the world. <laughs> if he was my son and they were messing about in the garden with his mates and he went down like that and it took 10 of his mates to pick him up he he wouldn't be getting his dinner when he gets home I genuinely feel like I'm more interested in the post matches than I am the matches these days like because that was absolutely ridiculous he goes I literally think he's as well just gone he's in his brain he's just gone his name's son and, and then yes. made up a story about him being his son <laughs> Yep, 100%. <laughs> yeah, it's yep. Just, he wouldn't get any He wouldn't get any food for three days. You think, three days? Got, three days! He's like, yeah, you think, you've got Marcus Rashford in your team, mate. Like, <laughs> More importantly, can someone check on his actual kids? No food for three days? <laughs> I'm surprised Rashford didn't come in and just, like, take him out at the knees. Just <laughs> immediately storm in, because what a bizarre thing to say. But yeah. it also, it, it, it gave... I'm so glad you brought that up, actually, Chuck, because I've forgotten about that. But it gave Jose a chance to get off the hook because it, immediately in his post-match afterwards, that's all he wanted to talk about. Classic sort of Jose tactics of just pushing it onto something else. You know, uh, if it's not siege mentality that he's getting his players, his players will hate him now, so th- that's not possible. So he just has to project onto other things as well. Sonny is very lucky that his father is a better person than Ole because I think that a father, <laughs> I am a father, I think as a father you have to feed your kids. Doesn't matter what they do. Good point, Jose. Well made. Yeah, he fed Luke Shaw a lot. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't happy with that one, was he? Um, if you Didn't have to he? steal, if you have to steal to feed your kids, you steal. It's like you're sort of going right, off Aladdin. the point now. What? <laughs> Aladdin. Yeah, I'm. I'm very, very disappointed. Like we say in Portugal, bread is bread and cheese is cheese. Good food identification. Well done. And I have to tell you, I'm very, very disappointed that in five, six, seven questions, you, meaning the media, have ignored the dimension of his comment. It's just utterly bizarre comments from both managers and it was more interesting than the match and yet you meant to ask us if we what we thought about the foul situation no, no. and 10 minutes later we're distracted and not talking about it so. yeah but because that's our remit that's what we're meant to that's what we're here for oh i loved watching that in real time it was uh delightful <laughs> genuinely delightful yeah fair enough yeah i'm back to rights there and marcus rashford has now adopted ole's kids yeah <laughs> There we go. <laughs> All right. Well, should we uh, should we actually talk about the soccer this one, or can we move on? I think I'm ready to move on here. That was it. Yeah, that's enough. Well, we we did the Jose narrative. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Ian, a foul's a foul. Um, <laughs> Sheffield zero, Arsenal three. Sheffield zero point three to Arsenal's one point nine on XG. Oh, that's not covered then. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all you need to say. Uh, Arsenal three uh, three goals on Sheffield. Not the worst team in the world, right? Who? Arsenal? 
Arsenal's not the worst team in the world? No. That's, yeah, because they beat Sheffield, so they must possibly, not be. Yeah, exactly. Someone <laughs> underneath them. Um, yeah, it's nice to see after all these years that when um, when Arsenal do do something that's that's really, really good, it's just prime, perfect Wenger play <laughs> of like the quick interchanging passes. Lovely goal from Lacazette for the first one. Um, but yeah, it's just go back, go back to what you know, guys. Uh, I can't, I don't have anything to add here because I genuinely didn't watch this because it's Arsenal and it was like the 10th fucking soccer match of the day. I'm getting a little burnt out with how much soccer there is all the time, but it's just Sheffield Arsenal. Calm down. That's what I think. (laughs) (laughs) So harsh. I mean, they needed a reaction and they got it. You know, you can only beat who's put in front of you, Oscar. They needed to not lose. Who, Sheffield needed to not lose? Or Arsenal? No, Sheffield had done. Oh, really? Well, Sheffield are <laughs> fucked. Sheffield said, are fucked, yeah. They said, I can't even remember what, I was watching a match of the day and, and they brought up the pictures of the managers before, you know, like when they're talking in the background, the little image comes up. And I was like, who the fuck's that bloke with the Sheffield? I was like, oh yeah, Chris Wilder left, didn't he? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Someone Higginbottom? Higginbottom? Higgin? Oh, I can't remember his name. Who cares? Who knows? <laughs> You'll have to know his name next year in in the championship, Ian. Yeah. But yeah, I know. Yeah, it's out of my. But it's like Oscar with teams for getting with W. It's too just many. Gone from There's my just brain. too many teams. <laughs> too many teams. All right. Well, that's it for the weekend. We are recording on the Monday, um, so there are some games happening. Uh, West Brom playing Southampton. Brighton playing Everton. Uh, uh, we... West Brom Southampton finished. What time was that? It's oh, these fucking this weekday six, games. It finished three hours. It, well, it started three hours ago. It finished an hour ago. All right. Well, it was the middle of my work day, so I didn't get to see that. that... James Ward-Prowse booked and a penalty saved. Fuck off. There you go. <laughs> get him on the plane? Question mark? Get, get, get him on a plane over, over the Bermuda Triangle. Um, what? Uh, Big Sam. Big Sam. Is he going to pull off the greatest of great escapes? Um, no. <laughs> will he put Steve McQueen to shame? No. No, he will not. He will not. No, there's still 97% for the record. Is it, is it as many as 97? Yeah, but that's dropped. It was above 99. It was. Yeah. That's true. It has the you're chipping away. Can't argue with that. It is trending to the positive. It's maths. <laughs> I mean, he has like genuinely, if we're going to talk about them, has genuinely made them a much better team. Uh, their underlying numbers were historically terrible. And now they're just terrible, but like regular relegation any random year terrible, not like the worst team to play in the history of the Prem terrible. So, you know, that's going to go unnoticed, but he, he has like made a difference. But they could they could prove uh, very important in your race for top four, Oscar, because they still have uh, Leicester and West Ham to play and Liverpool. There you go. Three so, out of the four you know. top four racing teams. Sam Allardyce making his marks in the top four. Oh, he'll still have his say, won't he, Big Sam? He bloody loves it. Yeah, and then Bright and then Brighton's the other game, and no one gives a shit. What's going on in that one? That one's like not over, right? That's happening. It is nil nil, and uh, it's just about to be half time. So yeah, that's not too thrilling. All right, no one gives a shit. All right, well that does it for the fixtures then, uh, which means that it is time for someone else to take over and me to kick back and relax. Should we talk about FPL? How was your week, Chuck? Adequate. <laughs> <laughs> Adequate. <laughs> <laughs> Poor. Oh fuck yeah! Well, I got rid of Dallas. So I already buried the lead with that one earlier. Yeah. Um, I captain De Bruyne who didn't play, so Jota will be getting a mighty two. Christian Benteke robbed me of two Chelsea clean sheets, but you know, it is what it is. It's not. God, for a minute there, I thought you had Benteke in your team. Yeah, me too. I was like, <laughs> fucking hell, man! I was like, Jesus. Uh, oh, I could do that, but I've already made my <laughs> transfers for next week. So. Uh, probably best you don't. Yeah. 
Probably best not to. Um, yeah, and basically Alexander-Arnold and Kai Havertz uh, saved me. We've got Bamford coming off the bench. Diaz didn't play. Luke Shaw, one-pointer. It's all ones and twos, mate. How about you? A lot of ones and twos for me as well. Uh, brilliant across the uh, back three. Uh, me, one point. Cancelo, one point. Stones, one point. Pope didn't play. Uh, so really good, really good defensive <laughs> performance. I mean, that doesn't mean I've got Martinez coming off the bench before, but still, Jesus. Yeah, um, that's pretty abject. <laughs> um, Lingard and Son, bright spots, but I captain Kane. Lingard blank. and Son. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that yeah, it sounds like an ironmonger or something. <laughs> let's work. Let's workshop that. Lingard and Sons. <laughs> sounds like yeah. something like Bob Mortimer would do on Atletico Mints or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Poor all round, really. Hanging on to Bruno despite not many points off him lately. Gundawan was benched and then came came on and couldn't do anything against against Leeds. Nothing. Really not disappointing. I sausage. thought Gundawan coming on for half an hour against the ten man Leeds. I thought we're laughing here. Absolutely fuck mm. all. <sighs> so yeah, it's I don't know. It's I'm I'm planning to wildcard in the blank just Ooh. because next week. You know, should be able to, I've got three Tottenham, should be able to get away with that being enough in the double, hopefully, that they've got. But yeah, so it's it's probably a wild card in the blank, but I'm 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 not gonna lie, I'm pretty checked out. I'm all I want now, my only fucking goal now is to beat my worst ever rank. Uh which was the year that Philip was born. <laughs> um and that and I'm about I'm about at the same rank now, so I'm just yeah. That's that's my goal to to be what eight hundred k or something fucking awful. Still still six digits, mate. Fucking hell, still better than most of my years ever. <laughs> Fair enough. Oscar, have you logged into the stats robots and seen what an absolute abject failure that is? Uh, no, genuinely, I forgot this week there was it's it was two transfers. <laughs> I just didn't use it, so we wasted a double transfer. I think the wild card is still there. Okay, I believe six of your players did not play. Okay. Um, okay. Cool. 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 I don't know who the armband is on. It's probably been there for a couple of weeks. It's very much a ghost team at this point. Yeah, uh, 27 points, mate. There you go. Well done. I don't know. Is that average? Below average? I'm assuming that's below average. Yes. Not yeah, by okay. a lot. Not by a lot. Considering <laughs> this season, there's been weeks where you're like, what the average points is 64. What? Uh, no, this week, the average at the minute is 33. So and not. I can't imagine a lot of people have West Brom or While we're Brickton, on the subject Everton, of the stats robots, we should uh, put the final death knoll in it because like, it's not doing anything and I don't really think it's interesting as an experiment to anyone anymore. Uh, <laughs> pretty conclusively, a f- abject and miserable failure of a team all year long. Um, <laughs> in terms of the stats, uh-huh. just because I want to like do a sort of... This was a thing for a reason. It was an experiment, so I want to see what the findings were. I'm not going to take a long time now, don't worry. Um, but basically... I think when stats stuff fails, it's good to analyze why it failed. Um, and I've done some reflecting on the stats robots. And I think that using just the PQI as the guiding principle it was a failure um, because the PQI spreadsheet it looks at the entire season, um, but it doesn't take into account things like form, uh, which over the course of an entire season, fine, I'll average out to good numbers using the PQI, but the way you actually are good at FPL is getting those rises in between. You catch all the peaks of all the different players. PQI is not going to do that. So you could use the PQI, but it shouldn't be the guiding principle. Uh, Lesson learned there. There's a lot more to it. So Yeah. 
Well, you got a nice compliment this week that Andy Pempres from Sutton had been using your fixture rater for betting and he made a load of money off of it. So <laughs> Yeah, the fixture rater is really good stat work. Like genuinely really good stat work. I'm quite proud of it. It's all XG based. Um, and it takes a look at, you know, all of the fixtures for a team coming up. You can use it for FPL, but it also works for anything. It's just rating the fixtures and it rates them offense, defense, and overall. So you can know what teams are likely to score, what teams are likely to keep a clean sheet, what Games are likely to be draws, all that sort of stuff. Genuinely proud of that one. Uh, $8 a month on patreon.com slash milesoffsidepod gets you access to it. Yeah, and Andy Pemprace has been making at least $9 a month off of it betting. So, you know, <laughs> so that's <laughs> a dollar you can put right in your pocket, guys. <laughs> and uh, we should also say condolences to uh, Patreon Michael Allen, who obviously didn't realise there was a Friday deadline and has made... 40 points worth of hits this week uh, when I oh, presume he no. meant to play his wild card. Um, uh, his team, if you, <laughs> I mean, his wild card worked brilliantly. He got 68 points the button didn't. on the week. Oh. Yeah. 68 points on the week with 32 points on the bench. Um, so an amazing wildcard team but he just didn't press the button before the friday deadline so 40 points of hits gives him a week of 28 points still beat the stats robots <laughs> <laughs> yes i love that, I love Brilliant. that. maybe i'll log in and use the wild card uh. and just leave it from there for the rest of the season i have a, I have an actual question though I always hear those stories on FPL Twitter of like nightmare stories yeah. of like, oh, I had all these hits and I didn't press the wild card button. What? What? Why don't people just press? If you're gonna use your wild card, why don't you just activate it yeah. on Sunday? Like, what's the? I don't understand how you accidentally end up there. Just press yeah. the wild card button to begin with. There are people. I I'm fully with you there. I I just activate it straight away. There are people that because basically wild card transfers don't count towards. Um, the price rise price is going rises. up and down. Oh, so okay, okay, some okay, people okay. want their transfers to go towards those price drops or falls. Now, obviously, one person is a fucking drop in the bucket, you know, so what's the point? But So I'm with you. I think you just press it straight away. But, you know, obviously there's other people who just don't look at their team until, you know, Friday or whatever and, sure. and, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. and just maybe just don't press the button accidentally. Because um, it is easily done to just... You know, it says play, use transfers, use transfers on wildcard. I think if you're doing a load of transfers in one go, you're going to press the wildcard button, I would assume. But yeah, I don't know. That's that's traditionally what people would say is that they they wanted their transfers to count towards prices. But that, I mean, I find that a bit ridiculous, to be honest. I think you just press the wildcard button, don't you? Yeah, that's a good enough answer for me, though. I just figured there was some sort of logic behind it. And now I know, even if yeah. probably disagree. So Yeah. No. So sorry about that, Michael. That's uh, yeah. That's condolences. A, that's a shame brutal. on a good good season because I mean, yeah, game week rank of uh, sixty seven thousand. Because those I don't think those game week ranks take into account the hits. But no, yeah. rough. It's Friday deadline again this week. I think so. Watch out. Oh, for is it? it? Oh, fucking hell. Right. Should we play the bluffer? Right, so it's my turn to host this Slap week. Slap the <laughs> So, <laughs> so uh, one of you's going to get a chance to uh, get a point back. Because uh, at the minute I am storming ahead. Four points ahead of both of you. It's 11-7-7. Four points ahead of both, is it? 11-7-7. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oscar, one of us needs to take the hit, mate. 
and just lose every week and try and <laughs> yeah, yeah, except that it. neither of us is proud enough to do that or both of us are too proud to do that well no no we'll both say that we'll do it for the other person and then fucking over <laughs> that's true yeah <laughs> a real classic prisoner's dilemma this is it <laughs> right okay so I have got let's see who shall I get to go for this one oh, I think I will get Oscar to bid first on this one seven you are only bidding on ten things here it's a top ten he said seven he said seven, oh, I did say seven. <laughs> <laughs> well honestly Oscar stop bidding well, seven let, let's uh, it's up to you if you want to count that as a bid not having no, seven no, yeah, there's, the only, there's only six. Oh, you bid seven good luck <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly good luck hitting that Simple one, top 10 countries that have got the most volcanoes, either dormant or otherwise. Uh, I'm looking for the most volcanic countries, top 10. Is this per capita, per square mile, or fucking just per capita? What? Total number. <laughs> So we all share in a fucking volcano. Well, when it explodes, you sure fucking are, yeah. <laughs> Divide volcanoes by GDP. Yeah. <laughs> persons. It's I'm just assuming this is just total number. Right. Total number of volcanoes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I know. One. See, this is the problem. You spend so long thinking about your caveats, you yeah. don't think about the question. <laughs> Correct. Um, two. Three. Um, Oscar, name three. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I had a punting on every single one of these. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got three in my mind brain that uh, they would all be punts. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm gonna say the US because Hawaii and we're also a big fucking country so number one US wins the volcano war that's the one you all want <laughs> lava for everyone <laughs> 173 volcanoes this next one has a volcano that's just gonna be erupting for like the next several thousand years and people just like do yoga next to it on Instagram. Um, and they also have like fucked up travel in Europe a bunch. So I'm going to say Iceland. Yes. Uh, four on the list, 130 volcanoes. Those are my only two. So this next one is a complete punt based off of the fact that there is a lot of mountains there. And I'm going to say Chile. Number what? six. Get the fuck out of here. No way. 104 volcanoes. Number six in the world. Yeah. Wow. wow. My three, yeah, would have been those two. And then I can't remember what the third one was. I had Indonesia in my head for some reason. Indonesia up there. Three. Yep. Uh, 139 volcanoes. Oh, so I would have got one, two, three. You would have uh. got your three. Yep. Any more? I, I do. I know Guatemala has a fucking ton and they're always erupting and it's a huge problem. If I think if we'd have been going with active volcanoes, Guatemala would have been in there. Okay. So they're high up, but yeah. That's also why I asked per capita, because Guatemala per capita has got to be through the roof, because it's what? a tiny country. Because <laughs> <laughs> you want other clarifiers, of course you I'm do. just saying. It's a question to ask. I don't know how he's sorting. Any other guesses? No? Oh, uh, Argentina? No. Uh, 10 is Mexico, 9 Philippines, 8 Papua New Guinea, 7 Ethiopia, you got Chile, then it's Japan at 5. Um, okay. And the only other one you missed was Russia oh, in second spot, huh. 166 volcanoes. Probably just because how big it is, yeah. Japan would have been my fourth guess, but luckily it didn't get to that. Yeah, Oscar gets the point. So the second Yay. category, uh, which is Chuck's bid, uh, according to the drinksbusiness.com, I am looking for the 14 most expensive cities in the world to buy a pint. Wow. That's a good one. Is it like one per country or 
No, there are there are some countries that have more than one. This is ropey. Well, the US will have a bunch of them. Uh, will it? I think so. Four. Four from Chuck. I'll say five. Six. Out of how many? Fourteen. You going to take us to the halfway point? No, I'm not. Okay. Take it at six. Chuck's got a name six. Okay. okay, so I know Scandinavian countries are the most... Um, and I'm pretty sure this is the problem as well because I don't know what classes as a city or not because I've got some friends that work in Oslo in a place called Bergen and that's one of the most expensive places so I'm just going to say Oslo Oslo is second on the list an wow. average pint will cost you £7 in Oslo oh damn okay okay uh, so another place I know that is very expensive because uh, Patreon Alex Sampson went and worked there for a little bit is uh, Reykjavik in Iceland. Now, your argument here might be with drinksbusiness.com because I have always heard that Iceland is incredibly expensive for drink as well. But according to drinksbusiness.com, it doesn't make the top 14. So right. I I can okay. I can tell you're annoyed. <laughs> in your voice. That's rough. That's a rough one. Uh, I will take you through the top fourteen, and you can decide how upset you want to be about it. Because I I yeah, Chuck can't hear you because he's googling something yeah, right now. Yeah. He's doing I what think, I, do I think it might be genuine. But the problem with this is we always go, we always name our source. Yours was the Guardian the other week. <laughs> Mine right. is the drinksbusiness.com here. So. The list I've got, 14th, I'll go from because it. I agree. Well, I'll also say, I also would have said, sorry, I would have said um, Dublin. Um, yeah, that's in there. I don't know. It's Stockholm. Yep. Uh, Copenhagen. Yep. Uh, Helsinki. I haven't got Helsinki. No. Okay. No. I would have said Paris, Shanghai, New York, and London also. Paris, Shanghai, New York, and London are all in there as well. So, well, I hope that makes you feel slightly better than Chuck that you might have gone out. Not really. On... No. <laughs> no because, because, because that's the thing as well, is there definitely will be other cities in Norway then that will be more expensive than those. But it's it's the ca- category is the category. So it's that, that's why I asked if it's one per country. The, the list I've got starts at 14 Rome, £4.50. The average, 13 LA, £4.58. 12 Milan. Uh, £4.62. So they have got multiples because already there, there's Rome and Milan. So yeah, it's interesting. Copenhagen, £4.81. Shanghai, £4.88. Uh, Dublin, Stockholm, London goes up to £5.19. Paris, New York, in fifth place, £5.32. Singapore at £5.94. Hong Kong at £6. And the most expensive, Dubai, £9 a pint. I definitely stopped at the right bidding number. <laughs> so I'm happy with that. Yeah. I think there'll be controversy about that one because I, I, I knew he was going to say Reykjavik and I'm pretty sure he's right that they're up there, but I have to go by that, that source I've got. I've just given up, mate. I know you have. I can tell it in your voice. Football, FBL, the bluffer. I don't... Well, it's all just distractions. <laughs> Fixtures next... Are you going to play Oscar's music? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> It's really frustrating because I actively dislike Bruce Springsteen too, so my winning song annoys you me. Come up with a different one. <laughs> nah, it's a, it makes sense. I'm American. That's what I am. So <laughs> there it is. Okay. Maybe New York, New York theme from New York, yeah, New York. That's a good it's one. an outro yeah. song. 
Who changes that? Uh, Friday night fixtures. Yay, that'll be good. Everton Spurs. No, it won't be. Uh, 6.30 deadline for your FPL. Michael, before you take another 24-point hit, 48-point hit, who knows? Uh, then, sa- oh, there's not many fixtures on each... Oh, fucking hell, I've just realised what's going on next week. <laughs> yes, it's the most ridiculously long, oh, drawn-out game week sake. you could ever believe. Oh, God, is it one of those that's like one match <laughs> one a day One game on Friday, two matches on Saturday, two <laughs> matches on Sunday, then one on Monday, one on Tuesday, two on Wednesday, three, one on Thursday. <laughs> Everton Spurs is your Friday game. Uh, Saturday, Newcastle West Ham is a starter. Then Wolves Sheffield United is your main. If you want, I'd probably send it back if I were you. Uh, I'm not Sunday, going to that restaurant. <laughs> Sunday, Arsenal versus Fulham. Uh, at least you get a win there, Safira. Uh, Man United, Burnley. <laughs> Leeds, Liverpool takes us into Monday. Then on Tuesday, Chelsea, Brighton. Brighton fans, you have to decide which club you actually support when that game comes around again. And Wednesday, <laughs> Spurs Spurs again more Spurs are you fucking kidding yeah they're the double oh Spurs Southampton I don't think we'll be hearing from Jeff Pedder this week um, then Aston Villa Man City rounds off Wednesday and then finally about a million years into the future <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leicester West Brom which means I've just noticed there's no Palace to depress me next week what a fantastic Hilarious turn of events. Palace don't play until Monday the 26th of April. That's 14 days away. Oh, somebody kiss me. Yeah, I don't know what we are going to talk about next weekend. Who knows? Happiness. Maybe maybe everyone go outside. Everyone go outside and enjoy life. How about that? How about you, you know, you can go queue to get into Primark or <laughs> you can complain about your warm beer served by the person who doesn't know what they're doing because their businesses are... Going down the pan, and we can all go out. Yeah, support. Oscar's got two vaccines now. He can go. I know. Tomorrow's my last day of captivity. I'm going to spend it watching Chelsea in the quarterfinals, hopefully qualifying for the Champions League semis. And then after that, I'm going to have a semi because I'm going to be out and about and walking around (laughs) every fucking place that exists. Showing everyone these nuts. Uh, Yeah, play the music. Let's get the fuck out of here. Thank you very much for listening, enduring... Um, aspiring to be us one day you too can sound this good (laughs) say goodbye Oscar come on Chelsea into the semis baby say goodbye Ian 84% 84 and once again as ever thanks to producer Nate Whittam defender of the realm haver of haircuts um yeah what cheers bye